Amen. Uh, quickly, uh, as we start, you can hold your Bible. This is my Bible. I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter, a doer, not just a hearer. Today, I will learn from God's Word and my life will never be the same. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're still talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Amen. The ministry of, a, of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And building up to today, uh, we have discussed about nine points or nine things that the Holy Spirit will do in the life of a believer. And today, we are in point number 10. Amen. And if you have not uh, been able to uh, keep up with these points, you can go to the website and download the MP3 for free. Amen. Uh, building up to today, we discussed that the Holy Spirit is not a force. He is a person. He is the third person of the Trinity. And we discussed that in the old dispensation, the Holy Spirit just visited the, 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 the saints and went back to God. But in the New, uh, New Testament dispensation, the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of us. There is what is called the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can say amen to that. Amen. Number 10, today, if you are taking down notes, write this down. The Holy Spirit gives gifts. The Holy Spirit gives gifts. There is something in scripture called the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Or, or the charismatic gifts, some would call them. Now, in discussing this, let's go first to Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 11. Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 11. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 11. If you have it, you can say, I have it. 11 and 12. Watch what it says, and it's talking about Jesus. And he gave how many? Some. I didn't hear that. Some. Come on, teach with me. Some. It says, and he, Jesus, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Now I'm making a point. You see, this is what we call in the church the fivefold ministry gifts. Or the five administrative gifts of doing the work of God. And I like this because they are not the five uh, 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 glamorous gifts of Jesus. As they have been made out to be today. Everybody wants to be an apostle. Everybody wants to be a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, and a teacher. Because they think it's glamorous. And they don't realize that he didn't give... For you to just uh, uh, feed your ego. He gave for a reason. And he tells you the reason. You know, I meet a lot of uh, people. I say, so you're a pastor of a church? And I say, yes. And they say, so if I join your church, will you make me a pastor? Can you make me a pastor or a prophet or an evangelist? And I'm like, man, I don't make anyone anything. Did you see what it says here? It says, who, who gave some? Jesus. 
Jesus gave some to be prophets. It is Jesus who makes you a prophet. It is Jesus who makes you an evangelist. It is Jesus who makes you a pastor and a teacher. All we do as the presbytery or the leadership in the church is to confirm what Jesus is already doing on your life. Because if you are really a pastor, no man can stop it. But if you have to crook people, manipulate the system to become one, you will bump into some stuff. And we've seen it. Man, I've seen five people. I clearly told, wait on the Lord for him to clearly tell you. And they didn't want anything to do with Jesus giving them the office of a pastor. And they went and bumped into some crazy stuff. Some of them were hurt terribly in the process. You know why? Because they were doing it for the wrong reason. It tells you why. Next verse, verse 12. It tells you why he gives this. He gave some, next verse, verse 12, for the perfecting. That word perfecting means for the equipping. Amen? The reason Jesus gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers is to equip the saints. Amen? Or to train the saints. Or to work himself out of a job. A good pastor, a good teacher, a good prophet, a good apostle constantly works himself out of a job. What do I mean by that? A good pastor will teach you so much, train you so much, that you don't need him all the time. Man, if you need your pastor for your marriage to work, you ain't got no pastor. Man, I should teach you so much of the word that you know how to handle marriage on your own. I should teach you so much of the word that you know how to handle sickness on your own. I should teach you so much of the word that you know. So, a good pastor works himself out of a job. Or slaves himself out of a job. Amen? So, these are the ministry gifts. And these are different from the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These he gave to some. Amen? Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. Let's talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit now. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians, chapter number 12, verse 1. And he, he says, the Apostle Paul writing, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would have you not ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and that no man can say Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Spirit. Next verse. Now there are diversities of gifts. God is a God of diversity. There's about nine of them. Amen. Spiritual gifts. Amen. It says, but it's the same Spirit. And there are different differences of administrations but the same lord now administrations is talking about the way you use the gift it's totally different but it's the same lord benny hin will say hallelujah and then touch and then someone gets healed someone else will just say be healed but guess what it's the same lord you know why because the gift takes on your personality if you are just generally loud, man, you, 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 the gift will take on that personality. God will give you a word of prophecy. You will make a paragraph out of it. 
You know why? Because it's different administrations, but it's the same Lord. Amen? Verse 6, and there are diversities of operations. In other words, we may get different results. But guess what? It's the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to who? I didn't hear that. I did not hear that. The, manifest, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to who? Everybody. Did you see that? This is not how I was trained. I was told that the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit were, the, were for the super duper anointed. Amen? In the church. But notice what he says here. It says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Everybody has access to the spiritual gifts so that the body of Christ may profit out of it. Did you see that? Someone shout, I have access to all the nine gifts of the Spirit. You better believe that. Amen. Watch what he says in verse uh, 8. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. Notice he did not say he, he is given by the Spirit wisdom. Because if you get wisdom, you become like God, omniscient. So God does not give you wisdom. He gives you a word of wisdom. Did you see that? And the word of wisdom deals with the future. Hallelujah. So if someone has a problem or they're going through something or whatever and they need ministry, God will give a word of wisdom to you. Remember, I say to everybody, he will give the word of wisdom to you so that you can channel that encouragement to that person and tell them the solution for their business. And you might do it without even knowing. All you have to do is to be an open vessel. Just this past week, uh, my wife and I got an, uh, a testimony from this young man who runs a clothing business. Now, he came to our house uh, about a year ago, and uh, he was selling, you know, his stuff and so on and so forth. And he's just uh, an excitable young man. He came in, and before he sells his clothes, he pulls up a banner, and he sets up shop, I mean, in my living room. And my wife was like, what's this dude doing? And he starts preaching to us about the vision. And like, dude, just sell the shirts. So he's preaching to us and so on and so forth, and we bought some shoes from him. And before he left, my wife just felt an unction to pray for the guy. So we prayed for him, and we started prophesying in his life. And during the prophetic word, my wife gave him a word of wisdom concerning the direction of his business. And his testimony this past week was that not only did his business start doing well, because we noticed his business was doing well, because, man, I was checking out his wedding pictures, and this guy pulls up in a Rolls Royce. I was like, dude... I thought my C-class that I got married in was the top of the... <laughs> pulls up in a Rolls Royce, and he wrote a testimony. He said, Pastor, God has just been blessing me. Amen. You know, not only is his business now doing well, I think he said they send about 500,000 rand worth of shoes to Soweto, giving them away for free wow. from his clothing company. You know, from selling uh, in a city golf, pulling up banners to just giving people uh, 500 or 600,000 rand worth of shoes for free. 
You know, God is really doing amazing things to him. But he said in his uh, uh, testimony, the word of wisdom that I got unlocked everything. You know, because I kept meditating on it. What did that mean? What did that mean? Amen. And I think it was uh, one of our tutors at the Bible school was saying they also got a word of wisdom uh, from just someone random. And as they were doing their business, someone just walked up to them and said, the Lord told me to tell you to stop arguing with the people in the terraces and run the race. The Lord told him, hey, listen, you might win an argument in the terraces, but you certainly lose the race. So quit arguing and run the race. And when he obeyed that, it unlocked all kinds of blessing in his life. So God can use you as a believer to give a word of wisdom that will unlock someone's future. Amen? And watch what else he says. To another, the word of knowledge. Notice it's just a word. Amen? I said amen. And the word of knowledge deals with the past. You know, there could be someone, uh, 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 you know, in trouble, you know, dealing with something. And they don't know that the reason why they're going through what they're going through is because of what happened in the past or their life in the past or whatever. Jesus gave a word of knowledge to the woman at the, at the well. Remember? He told her, he said, go and call your husband. She said, well, I don't have a husband. And Jesus said, well, you said it right. Because guess what? The five you have are not even yours. Amen? And he, how did he know that? It was a word of wisdom. Next verse. Verse 9. To another, by the same spirit, to another faith. Sorry. By the same spirit. So this is not the faith that we operate in. This is a supernatural endowment of faith. That comes on a believer to deal with a certain situation. Amen. It's supernaturally endowed by God. Hallelujah. To another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, descending of spirits. Did you see that? What did he say? Descending of what? I didn't hear that. Descending of what? Descending of what? Say it again. Descending of what? Notice it's a gift of descending of spirits, not descending people. Did you see that? We have to say this in the church. Because people think the gift of discerning spirits is the gift of discerning people. And they try to figure out people and they say, okay, I'm operating in the gift of, you know, try to spy on people, gossip about people, and say I'm operating in the gift of discerning spirits. No, discerning spirits, not people. And the Apostle Paul operated in this gift. Remember when he cast out the devil from that uh, palm reader girl? I mean, the palm reader girl was saying the right thing. She was saying, these are the apostles of the Most High God. The message was positive. But guess what? The spirit behind the message was negative. It was the spirit of Satan. It was a mammonic spirit to try and manipulate the gift that was in Paul and Silas. And they noticed it, not by the words spoken, but by the spirit behind the words spoken. And there are a lot of quotations that are mammonic and satanic in nature. But that sounds good. So if you don't have the gift of discerning spirits, you will quote it and re-quote it yourself and retweet it. Amen? The easiest way to deal with quotations and to deal with encouragement is just take something from scripture and put it out there. Because that's more accurate. 
Last week I told you uh, one excuse that people use uh, in dealing with finances. And they, you know, excuse people that don't know how to handle money. And they push them further into a ditch by telling them, God does not want your money, all he wants is your heart. The only way God can get to your heart is through your money. So it's mammonic, in, it's mammonic and satanic in nature, but people don't know it. You know why? Because it sounds good. It takes someone with a discerning of spirit's gift to read into that and say, hey, listen, that's not scriptural. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So this gift is the gift of discerning spirits. And watch what else it says. Uh, what verse am I in? Verse 10, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another descending of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these, all these gifts, all these gifts worketh that one and the same, self same spirit dividing to who? I didn't hear that. So every man can operate in the, in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Everyone can operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen? He says, every man to every man severally as he wills. So the Holy Spirit will give these gifts to people that are open to receiving them and letting them function through them. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit gives uh, uh, gifts. And if you want to uh, remember these gifts, you can divide them into three. The gifts that speak, which is the tongue, interpretation, and prophecy. The gifts that see, which is the word of wisdom, descending of spirits, and word of knowledge. The gifts that do the work, which is the gift of faith. Uh, word of mir uh, uh, miracles and the gift of healings. Amen? I said amen. So the Holy Spirit gives gifts. Number 11, if you're taking down notes, the Holy Spirit anoints us for ministry. It is the Holy Spirit that anoints us for ministry. Say this after me. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. has anointed me for a specific assignment for my life. Let's go now to Luke chapter number 4 verse 18. Thank you Jesus. Luke chapter number 4 verse 18. If you have it, you can say I have it. And it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus speaking. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Notice how he starts this statement. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because of the anointing. Now, if you have the Holy Spirit, you are already anointed. Because the, prim the primary foundation for having the Holy Spirit is the anointing. Can you see that? He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has already anointed me. Now, a whole lot of people in the church who have the Holy Spirit are still looking for the anointing. If you have the Holy Spirit, you are already anointed. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. Someone shout, I am, I am. Anointed, anointed for a specific, for a specific assignment. assignment. 
Notice, he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me too. Every time you see the word anointing, it's going to be followed by the word to, T-O. Because God gives you power to do something. Every time you see the word anointing, to. You're anointed to. Some are anointed to be marketplace apostles. You're anointed to do something. Not to fall. You won't find that in scripture. I'm anointed to fall. No. Or I'm anointed to touch people and they fall. You won't find that in scripture. God has a productive mindset. He says, he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me too. The first class of people Jesus was anointed to deal with were the poor. Did you see that? Jesus' first class of people to deal with were the poor. Poor folk. He says, I'm anointed to preach the good news to the poor. What is good news to a poor man? You don't have to be poor anymore. Amen? That's good news. So the gospel delivers you from poverty. Romans chapter number 1 verse 16. The apostle Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it, the gospel, is the power of God unto salvation. That word salvation is sozo or soterio, which means deliverance. It means healing and it means prosperity. Salvation, in salvation is your prosperity. In salvation is your liberty. Amen? If you want people to be delivered from religious control and manipulation, preach the gospel. If you preach the gospel, you can't control people. If you preach the truth of the gospel, you can't control people. Have you ever been in settings where people are controlled religiously and so on and so forth? And you're like, man, these people are crazy. Why is there so much control? I'll tell you why there's so much control. They are not hearing the gospel. (laughs) Man, this is good teaching. Because the gospel will tell you you can walk right into the throne room of grace boldly. And obtain help in times of need. The gospel will tell you you do not need any intermediary. The gospel will tell you, hey, you can do this for yourself. The truth of the gospel will deliver people from religiosity. So he says, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. But Pastor T, what is the anointing? Good question. What is the anointing? You know, we use these big words in church. Christianese, I'm anointed. Are you anointed? And someone just got saved yesterday. They think, what is the anointing? Amen. What's the anointing? Let's go now to uh, Isaiah chapter number 10, verse 27. So the Holy Spirit anoints for ministry. Isaiah chapter number 10, verse 27. Someone shout, I need need the anointing anointing for my assignment. assignment. And someone shout, thank God, God I already have have 
the anointing that I need for my assignment. Watch what it says. It says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the what? I didn't hear that. So the anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God concerning God's assignment over your life. In other words, the anointing makes what God has called you to do easy to do. You know, church folk like to say, you know, I have a burden for women. Then you are not called to minister to women. Because it's not a burden, right? Did you see that? (laughs) I have a burden for the lost. Then you are not called to minister to the lost. Because if it's a burden, it's not from God. Because if it's from God, God will give you the assignment and He will give you the burden removing, yoke destroying power, which is called the anointing for you to do it easily. Hallelujah. Let's go to Acts chapter number 10. Verse 38. So you are anointed to do the work of ministry. And you are anointed for your assignment. Amen. Amen. Thank you Lord Jesus. Watch what it says in uh, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. And with power who went about doing Good. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Even Jesus needed the anointing to make his ministry easy. And he went about healing all who were oppressed of the devil. What does that show us? It shows us that sickness is an oppression from the devil. Did you see that? And he healed all of them. Not some. All of them. By reason of the yoke destroying, burden removing, power of God called the anointing. You know, when you read in scripture, uh, um, you, you, you see scriptures where the apostle Paul says something like, For there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And sometimes he says uh, 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 something like, uh, um, uh, Jesus Christ. Have you ever seen that? The Apostle Paul uses it interchangeably. Sometimes it starts with Christ, and sometimes it starts with Jesus. And he's just not doing it for the fun of it. He's trying to emphasize something. Every scripture where he starts with Jesus Christ, the emphasis is salvation. And every scripture where he starts with Christ Jesus, the emphasis is the anointing. How many of you know that Christ is not Jesus' surname? You know that, right? It is his title. The word Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. So when he says, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ. It's by the power of God that he does it. Amen? Amen. And when he says it's through Jesus, it's through his salvation and through his grace. Amen? I said, Amen. Amen. So Jesus Christ went about healing all of them. 
all who were oppressed of the devil. So if you're taking down notes, number 12, you should have written down the ministry and the, the Holy Spirit anoints us for ministry. That was number 11. Amen. And number 12, as we close, if you're taking down notes, write this down. The ministry is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance he promised. Go with me to Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 13. Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 13 and 14. In the King James Bible. Thank you, Lord. Is this helping someone so far? So you already have the gifts of the Holy Spirit if you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. All you have to do is to activate them and let them minister through you. Amen? I said amen. Amen. Whenever you sense uh, the divine flow, whenever you sense the love of God flowing towards someone, just let the gifts of the Holy Spirit start ministering through you. And some of the times you won't even know what you are going to say. You know, I just say, Lord, use me. And as I get up to minister, the gifts of the Holy Spirit just minister. Amen. And it takes so much humility for you to rely on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because you're saying, even if I get embarrassed, it's okay. But when you put yourself in the way, you'll be saying, ah, but what if I lay hands on them and they don't get saved? They'll look at me. No, they won't look at you because they know you are not the one who came up with the idea in the first place. Amen? Amen. It was God's idea. Hallelujah. Watch what it says in uh, Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 13. In whom? You also trusted. After that, you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, and you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Next verse. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Let's read it in the NIV. You've got the NIV? Let's read it in the NIV, verse 13. Thank you, Jesus. And you also were included in Christ, in the anointing. Amen? Amen. Did you see that? When you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Next verse. Who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So the Holy Spirit is a guarantee. It is a deposit that God gave to the church to say, hey, listen, if you have the Holy Spirit, it is a deposit and a reminder that all the other promises that I've promised you will come to pass in this life. So when the enemy is trying to push you into doubt and doubting God concerning his promises, read this scripture. I have the Holy Spirit. God gave me the Holy Spirit as a deposit that he will give me all the other installments. All the other installments of healing. All the other installments of prosperity. All the other installments of deliverance. All the other installments of divine health. God will deliver because he has already given me as a guarantee. As a guarantee. 
Now, if God has to give you a guarantee, and He is God, how much more do you want to believe in Him? He said, I'm giving you this Holy Spirit as a guarantee that everything that I've promised you in this word, in this New Testament, is an inheritance for you, my children, that it will come to pass in this life and in the life after. And the, the, the guarantee is the Holy Spirit as a seal. Give it to me in the Message Bible from verse 13. Thank you, Jesus. It is in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, you found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This signet from God is the first installment on what's coming. A reminder that we will get how much? I didn't hear that. Man, this is awesome. The Holy Spirit is just a reminder that everything is available. Someone shout, everything is mine because... I have the Holy Spirit. Does everything include a nice house? Oh, paid for? I got it. Does everything include healing? Miraculous healing? Recreation of organs? I got it. Because I have the Holy Spirit as a deposit... This signet is a reminder that God will give everything. Does everything include a beautiful family and a marriage made in heaven? I receive it. I got it. I got it. Does everything include the job of my dreams? I got it. All I have to do is to keep reminding myself that because God has given me the Holy Spirit, I will get everything God has planned for me. Do you know that God has a plan for you? What kind of a plan is it? What did he say? He says, I have, I have a plan for you. And it's not a plan of evil, but to prosper you and give you an expected end. And in that plan is everything. Every good thing. And when you are at a position, at a place of doubting God, remind yourself that God has given me the Holy Spirit as a deposit, as a first installment. It's just the first installment to remind me that everything is coming to pass. Amen? Man, I love this God. Why don't you stand on your feet? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.